When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Producer Don McLean, good morning. Good morning. Well, it was the thing that everyone was hoping wouldn't happen after the Will Smith slap, and it did. There is shocking video footage that shows Dave Chappelle. He was um, he was performing as part of the Netflix as a joke festival. Mm-hmm. I think he was at the Hollywood Bowl. If yes. that makes sense. Yes. Okay, beautiful venue. Really, oh, outdoors, Hollywood Hills behind mm. you. Is that where Adele performed? Yes, that was yes, amazing. That was the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, yes. wow, that was gorgeous. Anyway, he's standing on stage. I don't know what he said that provoked this guy, but this 23-year-old who's identified as Isaiah Lee charged him, slammed him to the floor. I mean, the guy, like, leaped into the air, it looked yeah, like. Yeah, it looked like a full football tackle, like you were yeah. really trying to take him down. Um, so the guy was carrying a replica handgun with a blade inside. Apparently, a bunch of people uh, from Chappelle's entourage just got pounded him, got on top of him. So the guy ended up having to be taken to the hospital before he was booked into jail this morning on $30,000 bail. But we, there's nobody knows what provoked him, or at least it's not being reported right now. But... Moments after the tackle, comedy guest Chris Rock came up on stage and gave Chappelle a hug before saying, was that Will Smith? God, <laughs> I love that. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy, the timing of Chris Rock to be there. Right? Yeah. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Um, some people, again, didn't know if it was part of the show. Um, but, yeah, I think we have... I think we had, it's a little bit of a montage, I think, of because they they had to cut out swearing. Yes. You know, bet, a lot of swearing yeah. of uh, Dave Chappelle after the fact. Shout out to Jamie Foxx, by the way. Jamie, whenever you're in trouble, Jamie Foxx would show up in a sheriff's hat. <laughs> I thought that was part of the show. I don't know what the... Listen, I just want to say, man, I, I've had an incredible time. This man is an absolute genius. We got to make sure we protect him at all times, man. This is what it's about. For every comedian that comes out here, man, this means everything, man. You're a genius. You're a legend. I enjoy myself thoroughly, and we're not going to let nothing happen to you. Everybody compose yourselves. I want this to be a peaceful moment, and I'm sure now it is. Hmm. Crazy, right? Yeah. There, so the the video, I guess he does go down because the stories seem to say he got tackled. The video shows this guy like trying to dive tackle him, yeah. and then Chappelle sort of steps 
to the side a little bit. So I didn't see the video that I'm so looking short. at doesn't it's, see Chappelle go down. And I was like, man, is this like a Chris Rock? Is this a like Chris a Rock, Dave Chappelle thing? No, where we've seen these two global comedians get attacked on stage. And what did everybody say after Will Smith slapped Chris Rock? Dude can take a punch, right? Like Chris yeah, Rock just yeah. quickly flipped his head back and was in the game. And I thought, did Dave Chappelle just brush off a would-be spear tackle? Mm-hmm. Is this something that they just channel some sort of strength that in a normal situation they wouldn't have? They I just go superhero? Crying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to even hold the mic. I'd be shaking Same. so much. Yeah. Yeah, this is, oh my gosh, just crazy. I just, see, that's the thing. You know, now you've got these copycats do feeling like they can just get up on stage. They're going to have to start, you know, having guards stand right in front of the stage at all times. I thought that they would have some on the stairs. Every concert I'm at, there's always a big dude standing on, right. like on, on the, the side stair, on this right in front of the stairs. OK, you know where you can't get past. I, th- I don't even think this guy took the stairs. What did he do? I fly? Th- I think he just jumped right onto the stage. Oh, in the front. Yeah. That's what it looked like to me. How about okay. you, Steve? I t- the the video that I've seen, it, it seems like, yes, it's a sudden thing where I can't tell where this guy comes from because there's not a lot of video because they were this was a recorded event. Right. Netflix is a joke. And they tell you. Put your phones away. Don't record anything. Right. And so right. at this point, there doesn't seem to be video of a clean video of the whole thing happening. Yeah. I see the up close video of him sort of trying to shrug off a tackle. There's some long distance videos of uh, of his entourage chasing this dude. Like cue the Benny Hill music. Mm. Like yeah. they're chasing him around and trying to find this guy. And then there is video of. Uh, Somewhere floating around on TikTok of Chris Rock coming up and dapping Dave Chappelle up, and then you know saying the is this was that Will Smith? Well, this guy lives in L.A. Um, yeah, he was like I said, arrested for uh, felony assault with a deadly weapon, and um, yeah, I, I just it's just ri- very worrisome, and you really can't. I don't know. Maybe Dawn, he did take the stairs. It is hard to Ooh, tell in that yeah. video for it sure. It really is hard to tell. I don't know. Wow. Well, glad he's okay, for sure. And the question that I don't know if we'll ever be able to answer, depending on what the um, the alleged attacker would eventually say, is did the Will Smith slap have anything to do with it? That's yeah. the easy correlation to make, just from one headline to another. Comic, comic, in front of people, in front of... But, you know, this guy also just could have been off his rocker for no reason and plan on it that night anyway. But it's tough not to connect the dots from a narrative standpoint. Well, and how we're going to start being patted down going into shows like this, you know, because the fact that this guy got in there with a deadly weapon, that's really concerning. I'm glad to hear that it wasn't a gun, but it was a replica gun that had a knife inside. Yeah. Knives are bad, but guns are worse. Yeah. When yeah. it comes to, I would agree with what you just said. Yeah, yes. although mm, knives scare me. Well, the knives scare me too. But I'm saying, if someone was holding a knife or a gun at me, I'd prefer the knife because okay. then I could at least call on my two weeks of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That's right, taekwondo <laughs> for two weeks? years for me. Oh wow! Come you on. did 15 years of taekwondo? No, not 15. Two. Oh, okay. I'm a red belt. 
Thank you. I'm a white belt, or whatever belt came with the gi that they gave me. <laughs> That's a white belt. I should wear my gi here oh, more often. Do. Why do I hide that side of me? I don't know, I don't Steve. think you're supposed to wear it out in public, because I was reprimanded because I wore oh. it for Halloween oh, one no. time, and people are like, you can't wear your gi like this. But sometimes that you need to send Seagal, people a message. You know? Yeah. Aikido. Yeah. By Steven the way. Seagal. Wow. Yeah. I'd love, yeah. May the fourth be with you, everybody. <sighs> Yeah. And also with you. Thank you. Today at 11 o'clock, who's going to go through these? Because I haven't looked at them. You put them in. Do you want to go through them and see if I knew these things? Sure. Okay. All right. So yeah, I'll sort of I'll sit go in through the- them. I've seen like two Star Wars mm-hmm. movies in my whole life. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I said to my. It'll be more uh, fun for you. To my son this morning. Hey, may the fourth be with you. Aww. I was like, it's Star Wars Day. Cute. Oh, all right. Good times. All right. All right. Uh, we have all sorts of fun stuff to get to today. 1030, we play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. <laughs> we do that every day at 1030, hour two, if you listen on the podcast. At 1130 today, it's a Wednesday. That's where we play our Millennial X Games, where we are also restarting the score. Because Rocco sucked hard and never kept score for us once he started producing that part of the show. And so College of Pop Culture Knowledge got reset at 0-0 yesterday. Yeah, now we're at 1-1. One, one. One nothing. No. I'm up one nothing, right? No, we're one to one. I think. Really? Uh, Did you just start yesterday? We played two games. I don't know. See, we. I don't know. We'll, we'll ask oh Rocco. You're already off. <laughs> we'll ask <laughs> Rocco. Ridiculous. <laughs> and then we'll play the Milano X games, which is zero to zero. All of a sudden today, when we come back, we'll wake your brain up. Some things that make you go, huh? Did you know that you can now send this through the mail as of today, but you can only send this through the mail through August. Any idea what it is? We're coming right back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071 everything entertainment. Producer Don McLean hanging with us as well. Hello. 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 Hello, Colo. Are you there? (laughs) Now, you have a weird accent there. Donna, yet again, before you get into these things that make you go, huh? Don, when I say, uh, coming up at in hour three at 11.30, we're going to play the Millennial X Games. Millennial X Games. Donna's, Donna has helped me say things correctly before. I used to say, open. Like, can you open the door? You still do it. Don. Just to irritate her. Let's be but real. Yes, but I feel like I've more or less corrected that. I also, instead of saying, thank you, now I make an effort to say, thank you. And we thank you for that. Thank you. And she's telling me that I, I get into unintentional baby talk when I tease the Millennial X games. <laughs> what do you do? Because you go Millennial. I think I go Millennial X, like the W-E-X, Millennial X games. And she says, I should say, Millennial X games. Oh, that's exhausting. <laughs> you wow. have to really separate yes. that yes. X from the L. Words are hard. Make a hard they stop. Are. It's like a hard stop. Yes. Millennial And then X you go games. forward again. Yeah. You want to just roll through that stop sign. Yes. Yes. And that is an offense. Okay. <laughs> She's writing okay. the ticket And for we it. thank you for it. Things that make you go Let's see here. There's something that you can send through the mail now, today. You are legally allowed to mail this through the U.S. mail, but only between, I guess, April and August. Mm-hmm. Any guess as to what this is? A baby. Not a... Donna! Oh, oh my. 
I have an answer. Yes, Don? Bees. That's a really good guess. My dad got our bees through the mail. Wow. Really? Yeah. Huh. Can you imagine accidentally opening your neighbor's mail? All these bees yeah. swarm you. Hmm. They're trying to protect the queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Right now, you can mail a live pheasant. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Through the U.S. <laughs> mail. almost a baby. Now through August. What do you do? Put a stamp on it? What's our plan here? Yeah, because you don't have to put a packaging around it. Just put a stamp on it. So the internet is telling me that this is true. But this can't be true, right? This is bait just to see if a dummy like me would tell someone this. Worse yet, on the air. How could you mail a live pheasant? Certainly the person wouldn't be receiving a live pheasant. It would have suffocated in a cardboard box by then. No, it wouldn't be cardboard. It would be like a crate. Like a wood crate that says fragile on the side. (laughs) Very fragile. I don't know about that. I don't think you should be able to mail live animals. I don't know, but you can also take a dog with you on a plane. You put them in the cargo area. You break their psyche for the rest of their lives, but at least they came on the trip with you. Yeah. I don't know. know, There's some other animals I just looked up that you can mail. Oh, what other animals can you Uh, mail? Chickens, ducks, emus, geese, guinea pigs, guinea birds, partridges, pheasants. Only Well, they're really into the birds. Quail, turkeys. It's actually 526. Wow. Really? You know, oddly, speaking of things you can mail, I was on Chris O'Donnell's Instagram. Chris O'Donnell of NCIS fame, I believe. That's Mm -hmm. the uh, the Yellow Cool J show, right? I don't know. Come on, Donna. I don't want to. That seems like a you thing. Leave me alone. CBS shows. No, you're here. Um, anyway, I I saw he has some. How do I find this guy? Let me. I'm going to find him again here on Instagram. Chris O'Donnell has some tweets about. Has anyone ever heard of this? Um, it's a certain kind of pizza, LA's best pizza. They say, and this is called Pizzana. P i z z a n a. He says it's the number one pizza in L.A. I can't figure out. It seems like at a minimum he is advertising for them. I don't know if he has part ownership with them or not. Or maybe he's just a fan. But it looks really good. This Pisana, Like some, look at that, Donna. That's like old-timey, like a no, real deal. And they, they ship old-timey. it. Old-timey. Not old-timey. It's very Italian. Simple. It's, yes. Basic. They ship it. And I thought, should oh, I try yes. to get this shipped? yes. Pizana, if you want to look it up, apparently the pizza that celebrities are eating out in L.A. and loving. Pizana. Cookie Monster's real first name is... Harry. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Phil! No and no, but you'll like it. Cookie Monster's real first name is Sid. I love it. Where are the Sids? Right? Yeah. I know a, a couple of female Sids. Sydney. Oh. Is that short for Sid? What would Sid be short for as a male? I guess Sydney, Sydney as well. Sydney yeah. Poitier. Correct. Yeah. Uh, his real first Sid name Vicious. is Sid. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that new uh, series, limited series on the Sex Pistols is out now. Thank you. Psycho Sid uh, also went by the wrestling name Sid Vicious as well. Oh. Who famously jumped off the top rope, uh, landed, and his leg just... Nope. Other Mm-mm. direction. Ooh. Oh boy. Gruesome. I'll show you the video if you want to That's see it, Donna. That's okay. Cambodians have the longest average work week, while the Danish have the shortest. And no, I cannot tell you how long the Cambodians' work week is, nor can I tell you how short the Danish work week is. That's called an incomplete fact. Thanks for your honesty. In Greece, Portugal, and Spain, and most Latin American countries, kids are taught there are only six continents on Earth, not seven. Oh. North and South America are combined into one continent taught as the Americas. Oh, that's fair. It's all connected. Yeah, so it is true. And finally this. There are six NCAA sports where you either get a full scholarship or jack squat. They aren't allowed to give partial scholarships. Those sports include football, men's and women's basketball, women's gymnastics, Women's volleyball and women's tennis. So basically everything. A lot of the major <laughs> sports. Hockey, you can still do it. Baseball, okay. you could still. All right. Also, they're giving out partial scholarship for men's gymnastics, men's volleyball, and men's tennis. Ooh. Hmm. Thank you, Steve. Oh, thank you, Donna. All right. Hey, when we come back got a first peek at that uh, biopic with Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, yes. We'll get into that. I'll tell you some of the latest from the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial from yesterday. It's a doozy. All of that when we come right back on My Talk 107.1. Hey, good morning. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. You got it, buddy. That really added something. Thanks. <laughs> uh, get ready for Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story, written by Weird Al himself. We're going to let this slide because certain entertainers, if they wrote their own biopic, we'd say, okay, you're controlling the narrative. Yes. Weird Al, I feel like... Let's just give that a pass, right? We almost, you almost want to see his take on his own life. Yes. Sort of. You trust him. It seems very cartoonish. (laughs) Uh, We've got Daniel Radcliffe playing Weird Al. Uh, We've got Evan Rachel Wood as Madonna. We've got Rain Wilson as Yankovic's hero and mentor, the radio host, uh, Dr. Demento. Oh. Uh, So this is going to be really fun. Um, Here's, you know, I, I, I fast forwarded it a little bit, the okay. teaser, because there's just a lot of music and it's visual, but here's sure. a little bit of it. Okay. Where should we do one? Okay. Oh, I'll did just, I? Oh. 
he looks the part. I'll tell you that. Hope you guys are ready for this. Got an accordion? There's a lot. Hey! Oh! I think. I'm full of surprises. He really looks. He's got the look with the, you know, the wig and the mustache. It looks delightful. I mean, it looks silly. He's ripped, by the way. I was just gonna say that. Daniel Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe, Operation Clang and Bang. Yeah. He's working out because he takes his shirt off on stage. The whole the trailer's up if you want to see the teaser trailer up on the Don and Steve show links page. Yeah, Don, you saw it. He takes his shirt off at one point on stage. My man's getting push-ups in. Absolutely. And he does the splits. Oh, my oh, gosh. He does like a side split or a half split, something, and then comes back up. This is great. I think, I think this is good for Daniel Radcliffe do to do something different. Is this only on the Roku channel? It is. I believe so. Okay, it's for Roku. Yeah. Which I think is. That's how they get you, you know? Is the Roku channel free? Is it? Yeah. Oh. I with, believe so. Is it with, like, your Amazon Fire Stick or something? I think so. <laughs> or if you have a Roku TV, which oh, I believe yeah. I do. Create a free account. Yeah. So it's kind of like, what am I watching court TV Pluto. on? Pluto. Oh, What's going on with television? I don't know. I don't understand. They've how got to, make to really sense just it. put it all in one place at some point. Bring back the monopolies. We need you to <laughs> consolidate this for us. I can't wait to see what it looks like in ten years. I know, because it looks like they're just in a weird phase right now. Mm, it does. All right. Well, speaking of Pluto, yesterday I tuned in. Tuned in. Oh, by the way, that uh, Weird Al thing is coming out in the fall. Just seeing. Um, So I tuned in and, you know, his side, you know, rested. And now it's her turn. Yes. Her side. And it would be natural after one side has their turn. I I guess it's sort of common where you start to give that person the benefit of the doubt. And kind of like, yeah, you know what we're hearing from them? Yeah. It seems like a lot of public opinion on Twitter had gone the way of Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. Right now it seems like, you know, they're trying to get her kicked off Aquaman. They're, you know, she's a liar. Well, they came out swinging yesterday. Amber Heard, according to a clinical and forensic psychologist, uh, suffers from post-traumatic stress disorder. That's what she told the court. She interviewed her for more than 20 hours or had met with her for 20 hours, as opposed to the last forensic psychologist who talked about how she has histrionic um, um, uh, personality disorder and borderline personality disorder. This psychologist is saying that is not true. Hmm. In order for that to be true, all of these things must be present clinically. So she's already, she's coming out just, like I said, swinging. This woman, um, her name is Dr. Dawn Hughes. And hey, now. Okay. Hey, girl. Uh, <laughs> she said that Amber Heard repeatedly was subjected to sexual violence. Mm. Um, those were documented early on where when 
Johnny Depp was drunk or high. Um, so she's starting to put like reasonable doubt in your head. Like, hey, if he was on these drug and alcohol fueled rages, he he may have been blacked out. Sure. Maybe his truth is different from her truth because he was completely blacked out. She talked about moments of dominance, moments of him trying to get control over her. Uh, He told her he would kill her. He would basically, in so many words, said that he would stalk her on her sets of movies where she would be afraid that he would show up if they were in the same city at the same time. And then she Mm. would feel like she couldn't perform. Um, A lot of um, textbook dominance, domestic abuse kind of behaviors. So, and that Amber Heard suffers from PTSD. And I I can't even tell you on the air how disturbing these acts of sexual violence were that they describe in detail, or at least this woman from, you know, her interview with Amber Heard is talking about it. We haven't heard mm-hmm. from Amber yet. That'll probably be later on. Today, but she curtly disagreed with that previous witness for Johnny Depp, who was the forensic psychologist named uh, Dr. Shannon Curry, who I thought was great, uh, who said that Amber Heard feigned her trauma, um, exaggerated her responses. And so this woman is bringing the side of a victim of domestic abuse and why they're afraid to come forward and tell the truth because people call them a liar. So she's, I thought she was doing a pretty decent job. I think it's a pretty good strategy on their part. But um, she also said that there was never any other um, psychologist that treated Amber Heard, whoever diagnosed her with any kind of personality disorder. Hmm. So, it's about to get pretty dramatic, I would say. There And by the way, there were so many um, objections and so many, so many times that they stopped to approach the bench. Oh, really? Like, so it just went on and on. It was getting a little frustrating. But um, I think she's going to be cross-examined today, I would guess. And it'll be interesting to see how they approach but anyway, it's, you know, Dawn, you, I know you had the story this morning about how she was supposed to give money to the ACLU or yeah. these various charities. Mm-hmm. And um, Elon Musk put in some of it. Johnny Depp put in some of it. She put in a little bit, but she was supposed to donate all of her money from Johnny Depp and their divorce. Yeah, yeah, the $7 million dollars between, the, right, the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles right. and the ACLU. And they're saying, um, Johnny Depp's side is saying she was supposed to do this and she pocketed it. But if you look closely, I believe she has 10 years to make the donation. Elon mm. Musk has donated the most so far. It's just almost so, a million in other trusts that are anonymous on that behalf of right. Amber Heard. It's just so interesting. And listen, all they have to do, I mean, this is all he said, she said at this point. All they have to do is prove one moment of domestic violence, whether he threw a phone at her and it hit her in the head or something, and she wins the case. Hmm. 
So, but as of right now, there there's nobody who witnessed any violence. Oh, this is it's yeah. Ugly. This is getting so ugly. ugly. These are really ugly allegations that are that are being made. And I mean, and if you're making up something like that, there's seriously something wrong with you. Which is if you sometimes read. a part of borderline personality disorder. Yes. Yes. Hmm. So Pluto TV. I'm we coming. I'm coming for you after work today. <laughs> oh, I can't stop watching it. What do you? Can I? All of these serious allegations aside, we want to be you know respectful and mindful mm-hmm. that these are some really serious things that they have both lobbied at one another. Setting that aside, mm-hmm. help paint a picture for me of you sitting down in the afternoon. You pull it up on the big screen in the living room. Are you watching it no, on one I'm, of your I'm auxiliary my, televisions? I'm sitting at my uh, kitchen counter. You're just watching on the TV. phone. Oh. No, I have a TV. Um, oh. And just watching it on the kitchen, small TV. Are you snacking? Yeah, is there some wine? No, no. No, no snacks? No, I got to. You should, you should have a hoagie. You what? Maybe I'll eat lunch, lunch and then I'll continue to watch. Okay. But it's so interesting. Like, the these two movie stars, it mm. doesn't get any more dramatic than this. Yeah, it's certainly very dramatic. And Amber Heard's attorney had warned of this, right? Mm-hmm. He foreshadowed this in his opening statement yes. saying, this is going to, essentially, this is going to be graphic and really hard to hear things that we will say that we will go into because he feels like he and his client need to into graphic detail to right. explain what she endured according to right you know. and i wonder if bringing the psychologist in right away to set the set the table if you will i wonder if that will take away some of the traumatic potential testimony of amber heard if they left it to the psychologist to tell of these mm. horrific occurrences mm. so that she might not have to endure that questioning. Highly unlikely. Sure. But it just made me wonder about that. But it's, oh man, it's getting ugly. I, I really think Johnny Depp is mostly doing this to tell his side of the story and to get his reputation back. Yeah. Even if he loses the case, he still wins because right now public opinion. Yes. But will he still win after? I think that's, it's a bit premature. I know he wants to win the court of public opinion. And I know that he has to this point based on sort of what Twitter says. Right. But we have just entered the second half of the game, so to speak. And you ought not declare a winner just yet. So it'll be curious as these allegations come out and depending on the nature uh, of detail that they get into if public opinion would still be on his side, her side, or just mixed and thinking, oh, goodness, this was yeah, bad you're for right. everybody. You're right. You're so right. we'll wait and see. Donna is our uh, resident juror number 12. She is Straight. our resident legal expert, and she is the one who will be watching this and keeping us in the know. We thank you for that, Donna. And I, you. Okay. Uh <laughs> When we come back, uh, Donna dug up a couple of things that she saw and she needs to say something about. Yes, it's good news. It's cool news. Oh, wonderful. Yes. Including like a Lin-Manuel Miranda tie to one of your favorite sports teams. We'll explain. When we return, Donna and Steve, my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something. 
with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. So this is kind of fun. Jose Miranda. Ring a bell? It does not. Should it? Well, it will now. Uh, The twins have called him up from the minors for his first ever stint at this level. Sure, yeah. And you may be familiar with his cousin, the creator of Alexander Hamilton. Oh, Lin-Manuel. Yes. The two of them are cousins. He, uh, Lin-Manuel tweeted his congratulations to his cousin in a short but I guess really sweet tweet and it looks like in his first game on Monday Jose went 0 for 4 at the plate but on Tuesday he hit did um he hit an RBI double in the top of the 4th that gave the Twins a one nothing lead over the Orioles so you know he's getting he's getting comfortable you know now, you would think, so you got Lin-Manuel Miranda's cousin, who's uh, playing for the Twins, Jose Miranda. Wonderful. And he had an RBI double yesterday. Yep. This is great. So this is good. Lin-Manuel congratulating him from afar. Way to go. I've got a cousin in the major leagues. Evidently, apparently, Jose Miranda, Lin-Manuel's cousin, has never seen any of his cousin's shows. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Hamilton, In the oh. Heights. wonder if he's seen any of the movies that he's been a part of. Wow. Has he seen Encanto? Bad cousin. Hey. Uh, hey. I don't know. I don't know. But the uh, the twins are scheduled to go through New York. In, Excuse me? Scheduled. There's, oh, sorry. I forget I'm on American radio. They are scheduled to go to New York in September. And so if Jose Miranda still manages to be on the team uh, at that point up here in the major leagues and not having, you know, gone down to the farm system or whatever, um, then he would have a chance to go and see Hamilton while he's there. <laughs> Maybe catch him at That's Nay. right. Oh. Something like that. I love it. I love it. I think it's just kind of a fun little connection. Yeah, definitely. You should watch Encanto, Donna. That's a Lin-Manuel thing. You like Lin-Manuel. You like singing the Alexander Hamilton song, even though you've only ever seen act one of That's the show. That's true. <laughs> Me too. Never even finish it. Guys, just finish it. Just the second half is always too long. They, every play I've ever been to. I want to like, see it in person. I'm like, I love this so much. I just, yeah, I don't know. The I love second the act is always shorter than the first act. Not if, always. No, I, that's like the, that's the, that's the model. A long first half and a shorter mm, second half. It should be. Come on, Donna. I don't know. No, I will tell you this. The second half is not as good as the, the first That's what act, everyone says. The first act of Hamilton is exhilarating. Mm-hmm. So great. Over the top. One hit after another after another. And you're like, what am I watching? This is so fun. And then the second half, it gets a little down in its end. The energy takes a dip. Sure. And I'm sure he would say that's for narrative reasons and he knows more about putting together a story than we. But I guess if you are just going to watch one act, let it be act one. Okay. What uh you loved it? I loved it. Okay. Especially the first half. The second <laughs> half. I, I feel the same way about the soundtrack because I listened to the soundtrack for 2 years before I saw the 
play on TV, mm. the musical. Yes. And I loved the first part of the soundtrack, and then it I just kind of fizzled for me. I'm sorry, guys. No, Donna, thank you for your honesty. I have a problem finishing things if I like it. It's something psychological. My where I is like that. Where I don't want it to end. Yeah, and so then I won't watch the last episode of something, and then I'm like, "Well, I never finished." I have a friend Breaking who did that Bad. with Sheets Creek. Hey, who said I'm like, you have to watch the last episode? She's like, I can't because I I feel like you're over. part of my life. Oh. And then there's a documentary afterwards, yeah. and I go, "You have to watch the documentary." And she's like, "I just can't bring myself to do it yet." I have something sort of related to that that I find weird. How people have these strange viewing behaviors with television shows or movies that they don't want to end. Um, there's a show called Heartland, mm. and it's on Netflix, and it's oh, yeah. originally a Canadian production. It's got 14 seasons, I believe, and it's just kind of like a a Western, you know, horsey kind of a drama horsey. that's that's like cozy in its feel. It's not what's it called? It's not the Montana show, the 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 Yellowstone. Yellowstone. It's not that. This one is much cozier and like family drama, like something you would have seen on the CW. Right. Your and wife watches it. My right? wife watches this. However, the other night I text her and I say, "Hey." She's upstairs in the bedroom, and I'm downstairs on the couch. I put on Netflix, hey, Heartland has new episodes available. There's the big red banner on Netflix that says new episodes available. She then tells me, I know this, and they've been out for a few days, and I know what happens in the first episode. And so I haven't, (laughs) she then said, I haven't decided if I'm going to watch the show anymore or just wrap it up where I left off and allow that to be the memory of how the story ends. And then she said, isn't this so sad how deeply I get into these storylines and how I want to be in control of how they're resolved, where I'm thinking that is peculiar, to say the least. A little weird. I like it, Lou. Well, it kind of goes in line with what you're talking about, Don, of not wanting it something to end. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't want it to end on the terms that... Yeah. It, it she's finding out that some things have some storylines have gone. She wants to write her own ending. Yeah, but I told her I encouraged her like any good husband would. I said, "Honey, I've seen you overcome some real difficulty with Shonda Rhimes before, mm-hmm. and you've come out on the other side." She that's swore beautiful. off Grey's Anatomy at least three times. Still oh. watching it. Oh wow, that's McDreamy dies, Whoa. and she says, "I'm out. We're done. This yes. is stupid. We're it's over." <laughs> Still watches. That's amazing. Is anybody watching The Flight Attendant season two? I haven't yet. I can't decide what I think of it. See, I, I didn't just, watch the first season. You're okay without seeing See, it. I don't. Yeah, I got to reactivate my HBO Max. I mine has got mine got cut off halfway through the Gilded Age. Oh, no. oh, I no. mean, as far as like my person that gave it to me. The password. Oh, they stopped? Yeah, I don't know why, and I'm afraid to ask. Is it anyone we know? No. Okay. All right. But I am still enjoying The Tourist, by the way. Not the Johnny Depp, Angelina Jolie movie from 2012? Correct, where they had no chemistry. Uh, No, this is is a show, and it's, it's good. I like it. Okay. Thanks for having Donna, me. Donna, thank you for your vulnerability. It's time for Don McLean to hit the road, Jack. Bye. Uh, she's going to take off. DJ Rock Lobster will come in. We have got music news. We get into the beat every day at 10 o'clock. We've got that, a dirt alert. Uh, and oh, remember how Dolly Parton was saying, I don't want to be a part of the fan vote for the Rock and Roll Hall yes. of Fame. And then she didn't win the vote. 
Well, there's news about Dolly and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that next.